And the Mishnah on Daf Lamed Zayin says the Mishnah, Shor Shu Muad Leminoi, so you can have a Shor that gores certain types of animals. Maybe it only gores another Shor, it gores uh, Gmalim, uh, camels, or something like that. And we'll have to see exactly in the Gemara what these words mean, but it means it's a Muad for one and not for the other. Or, the Gemara says, like an example, Muad Adam, Ve'ena Muad if you see it gores animals, but it does not gore, uh, of course, people, but it does not gore animals. Or more the ketanim, vena more the gedolim. And Rashi says it's going on the animals. So it, it maybe it gores smaller animals. Um, so is it a mood for larger animals as well? Now, obviously, over here, the svars are somewhat the opposite. Because by an adam, it should be, once you're a mood for an adam, you should be a mood for behema. For ketanim, you should not necessarily be a mood for gedolim, because it's harder to gore a gadol. We'll see in the Gemara how you read both these lines of the Gemara. So Misha says, eshu mood lo mishal nezik shalim. That which he is a mood for, he pays nezik shalom. V'shein a mood lo mishal mechazin nezik. So you could actually have a situation where you're a mood for some things and not a mood for other things. Exactly, we'll see in the Gemara exactly how to read this whole line in the Mishnah. Amalef neir b'yehuda. They asked a shaila to b'yehuda in the base medish. Harei zemur the shabbos is aina mood the chol. If you have an animal that seems to gore only on Shabbos and not on the weekday. Rashi says because uh, everybody's not working, including the animals on Shabbos, and therefore it gets wild. Taisa says, well, a slightly different shot. He brings from the Yushalmi that on Shabbos, uh, the, the animal sees everyone dressed differently, and that seems to put it out of sorts, and that could make it gore. Uh, there's also a concept here, as we'll see in the Gemara, of becoming a mood for different days of the week at different intervals. We'll see how that works in the Gemara. So they asked him, how does this work? And Amalehem, we'll see exactly the Gemara, what the Shail is. So not only do we see in the Rish in the Mishnah, you could be a mood or a tam on different types of victims, different types of animals or people that you gore. We now here see that you can be a mood and tam based on day of the week. And then if you want to become not mu'ed, as we discussed earlier, then you have to have an opportunity to gore at three different times and not take that opportunity to become back a tam. So in this case where he's a mu'ed only for Shabbos, if he went three Shabbosim and had opportunities to gore and he did not, then he can come back a tam. Okay, so how do we, let's go through the line by line of the Mishnah. Let's figure out the Pshat and the Mishnah. So first of all, this is a fundamental question. Itma. Zvid Omar Ve'enoi Mu'ad Tanan. That the gears in the Mishnah is Shor Shu Mu'ad Laminoi Ve'enoi Mu'ad Lashe'enoi Meaning that we're talking about that it gored one specific species three times, and we know for a fact that it had an opportunity not to, to gore other species, and it did not. That's not clear in Rashi if you need to have that done three times or just one time. Sort of Masha from the Suga even one time. So meaning, according to Zvid, if he gores three camels, then Stam, he would be a mood for all animals. But if we then see that it only happens by camels, it does not happen by other animals, only then, once we verified that, then we would say he's a mood for camels and not for other animals. But otherwise, Stam, if you're a mood for one species, you're a mood for the other. That's how Rizrid learns the Mishnah. Rav Papa says, no, you start from the Stam the other way. If you see he gores three camels, then we just assume he's a mood for camels. We have to know where you draw the line, what types of animals. We'll see how they learn the rest of the Mishnah. Rav Papa said, you don't have to prove that you're not a mood for those other things. Automatically, we assume you're only a mood for what we see you are a mood for. So Stam, the Machlaik says, by Stam. Rav Zvid says, Stam, you're a mood for everything. Rav Papa says, Stam, you're not a mood for everything. So, as we explained, 
It's only vi'enemud if you know he's not a mood, because stam you are a mood for everything. If papa are in a mood, then under stam aloy have a mood. What's the machalikis? The machalikis is how you learn the rest of the Mishnah. Rav Zvid Dayak Misefa, he is with Dayak from the end of this Mishnah, we'll see. Rav Papa Dayak from the Rasha from the beginning of the Mishnah. Let's go through. Rav Zvid Dayak Misefa, he dies from the end of the Mishnah. It says, Diktani Mu'ad Likitanim, the Enoi Mu'ad Likitanim. So if you're a Mu'ad for a Kotter, which Rashi said meant a small animal, then you're not a Mu'ad for a larger animal. So now what is that? How do you read that line of the Mishnah? So Rav Zvid says as follows. If you're going to tell me that stam, if you're a mood for a kata and you're a mood for a gadol, and the only time you're not is when we know that you're not. So stam, if you're a mood for a kata, you become a mood for a gadol. And then that would be the chiddush that line in the mishnah. The chiddush line in the mishnah is not that if you're a mood for a kata. You could get out and not be moved for a gadol if we know for sure. That's not the chiddush. The chiddush is the the inference from that halacha that if you are a moved for a katan, then automatically you become a moved for a gadol unless we know otherwise. And that's a chiddush because you'd have thought maybe he only gores small animals. He doesn't gore bigger animals. Says Zvid, no. The chiddush of the mission is that stam when he gores animals, we don't care what size it is. We assume he's a mood unless he proves otherwise. Eliyam, because it says to Zvid, if you learn like a papa, Eliyam, it ain't a mood katani. If you're going to say that every species and every size is a different mood, and therefore each one would only become a mood for its species always, stama lo have mood. So hashto yeshlemer mekitanam lekitanam dialma stama lo have mood. Even in different species of small animals, you're going to say he's, according to Rav Papa, if he only gore, if we see he gores three sheep, let's say as an example, he would not say that he's a mood for three small cows. Or if he sees goes three small cows, he wouldn't be a mood for goring three small dogs. So from cotton to cotton, you're not a mood. So what would it be the Kiddush of telling me that from cotton to a gadol, he doesn't become a mood. Of course, if just because you gore a cotton, of course we don't say you're a mood for a gadol. Why would the Mishnah have to say that even, according to Rav Papa? And therefore, the fact that Mishnah does say it, it's Mashra says it's the opposite. It's teaching you that cotton to cotton and cotton to <coughs> gadol normally would be a mood stam, unless you prove otherwise. And that is the Chiddush of the Mishnah. The Chiddush of the Mishnah is that it is a mood unless you prove otherwise. How will he learn that line of the Mishnah? Rav Papa learns as follows. Rav Papa would say, no, when you're talking about different species, so by different species, we can say you're more for one but not for the other. But there's at least a Havamina that within the same species, maybe the size doesn't matter. No, Rav Papa says, yes, different species, if you're more for one, you're not a more for the other. Stop. But maybe once you gore dogs, then it shouldn't make a difference if it's a large dog or a small dog. Even if you only gore small dogs, maybe we should make you a mood automatically for large dogs because it's in the same species. And that's what the Mishnah is teaching me, Kamashman, that it's not. Okay, so he gets out of that diuk from the Reish, from the Sefer. If Papa learns his shot that Stam, you're not a mood for those other things, he learns it from the Reish. Daik Mi Reish. Diktani, mood la Adam, ain't a mood la Behemoth. 
that if you're moored for an Adam, you did not become a moored for a behemoth. Now, what is that referring to? Again, says Rav Papa, if it's teaching me that stam, if you're moored for an Adam, you're not necessarily moored for behemoth, so stam lave moored, hakamash munda, feel about the behemoth, nama stam lave moored. That would be big Kiddush. That even though an animal, we talked earlier in the Masech, that Adam is like Mazar, so if you become a moored for an Adam, maybe for sure you should be a moored for a behemoth. Kamash munda, Misha, according to Papa, that no. Then in other Mahaba, two different species, and if you're moored for one, you're not necessarily moored for the other. Now, for that line of the mission makes sense, according to Rav Papa. If you learn like a Zvid, that really moored the Adam is moored for everything. It's just if you can prove otherwise, then you become ice moored for an Behemoth. So what would be the Chiddush? According to Rav Zvid, if from one behemoth to another behemoth, all different species of animal, according to Zvid, you become a mood for one, you become a mood for the other. So of course, if you become a mood for another, you would automatically be a mood for a behemoth. What would the mission be teaching me at all? It doesn't make any sense. So how would Zvid, therefore that line in the mission is actually mashma like of Papa. Zvid will answer back, no. The Reisha is not focusing on becoming a mood, as we said, if you're moored for an Adam, you do become a mood for a behemoth. It's talking about undoing it. Meaning, once you become a mood for all of it, how do you go ahead and undo it? This is what we had earlier. How do you undo being a mood? So we said you undo being a mood by going three times and not going after you've already become a mood. And therefore, the mission is like this. Going to have a mood to Adam, a mood If this animal was a mood for an Adam, it's mashma that we're not talking about stomping a mood for behemoth. It's mashma we're talking about Actually, being a more famous, so we saw it gored in Adam three times, and we saw it gored behemoth three times. Then it goes three times; it does not gore a behemoth. So now, theoretically, you undo the mood of the behemoth. The koi got behemoth tosses in the nagach. He went three times and didn't gore him out. The same. So says of Zvid, you might think that now you can't split it up, like we said originally, according to Zvid. If you've been moored for an Adam, you're moored for Behemoth. Unless we show right away that he doesn't want to be a moored for Behemoth. But if he becomes a moored for Behemoth, and now you want to undo that, maybe you have to undo it all. Who says you can undo partially? Remember, according to Zvid, Stam and Stam. So maybe according to Zvid, if you want to take off the mood, you have to take off all the mood. He has to go three times by an animal and three times by a person. But maybe you can't do it half and half. No, that when you take it off the mood, then in Echanami, you could do it half half. So in Echanami, Rav Papa and Rizvid, Rav Papa is Medayik from the Reisha, Rizvid is Medayik from the Seifa, but each one can get out of the other one and have a different way of reading the mission. Meisvid, we have a Bryce. He says, no. If you're moored for an Adam, you're for sure moored for Behemoth from a Kabul Chaim. It sounds like he's arguing on the Rabbanan. And he says like this. So he's saying that they definitely have to go together. If you're moored for an Adam, which is like we said, it's harder to go an Adam. If an animal so wild that it goes an Adam, for sure it's a moored for Behemoth as well. Mashma, says the Gemara. Michlal, the Tanakama, ain't a moored Kama. Tanakama must argue on that. And so if the time of the camera argues in that, that sounds like Rav Papa. That if you're moored for an Adam, Lav Dafka, you're moored for a Behema. Mamashak of Papa Salacha. Some of the Rav Zviz, Rav Zviz can say, no, Sumchus HaChazarakai. Sumchus is also not going on becoming a moored, because everybody agrees when you're moored for an Adam, you become a moored for Behema. Stam. We're talking about once you become a moored for Behema and an Adam together, how do you take it off? We just said, Rav Zviz, according to the ratio was, you could take off half of it, and therefore Sumchus is arguing on that. Vachi Tanakama. This is what Sumchus is talking about, Tama, undoing the moored. That you said, once you're moored for both, 
you could take off half, you could take off the behema part. Chazar the behema says, Sumchus, arguing on the Tanah Mekama, love Chazari. Because you cannot stay a mur for an Adam and not be a mur for him. If you see this animal still wild enough to grow an Adam, for sure, it's still going to grow, uh, have a behemoth. So we have, a, according to Zuid, the machlaikis between the Sumchis and the Rabbanon is not on becoming a mur for behemoth, it's on undoing the mur for behemoth. So they can get out of that right. Now let's go to the, the conversation we had in the mission. The mission brought a, a conversation. It seemed to be that the Talmidim asked a question to Rabbi Huda, and he gave an answer. So what was exactly the question, and what was exactly the answer? So Tashma, they asked Rabbi Huda, he responded, He said, yeah, in a you could be a mood for days, meaning for Shabbos and not for weekdays. So now, if you're going to learn like Zvid, that it means, we're talking about a case where you know for sure he doesn't. So surely, they were asking him that question, that if you see it was moored for Shabbos, and you see in the Moisachol, it does not do it, in other words, what would the be? And he was answering them, if you see on Shabbos, it does, and you see on weekday, it does not, it does not, like Rav Zvid, then Enechanami would not be a mood for the weekday. If you learn like Rav Papa, that's Stam. Just because you see it go on Shabbos, it should be a mood on the weekday. Like, what would the Shaila be? So they're just saying to him a statement. That's just the plain Allah of the Mishnah. There's no question. What's he responding to them? And therefore, says the Gemara, it's actually Meduyik, the Shachav between the Behud and his Tamidim, that were holding like Rav Zvid. And Rav Zvid said that you have to prove that you're moved for one and not the other. And there Shiloh was, if we see he goes on Shabbos and not on the weekday, what's the halacha? And if you just said, that also counts. But like if Papa, that stam because you go on the weekday doesn't necessarily mean you would go on, uh, go on Shabbos doesn't necessarily mean you'd be a mood for the weekday. There, there's no shakla v'tayya. So that part of the mission is definitely a little bit more meduyik like Rav Zvi also says, Rav Yanei, I'm Rav Yanei, Rav Yanei, the Rav is also mashma like Rav The Ketani, at the end of that Ketan on the Rav said, Eshemuid loy misham nezik shalim, Meshenemuid loy misham chatzin nezik, that you're mamuid, whatever you're mamuid for, you've been nezik shalim, whatever you're not, you're paying chatzin nezik. Now, Yama Peshma ve'enemuid Ketani, that we're saying really stam, once you're a mood, you're a mood for everything. Unless you show that you're not. So then, So then it makes sense that the Mishnah is explaining that now that you told me that you could go ahead and break it up after you prove it, so then you said that that which you prove is goes to Chatzin Nezik, and that which you don't prove, Stam is going to be Nezik Shalit. Eliyam had ain't a mood katani, that Stam, which you're a mood for, you are. Which you're not, you're not. So Pascha Pascha so so in a mood katani if that's what it is Tran so Pascha so my su so what is that line? Rav Papa just said a rule. How do you become a mood? For each in one separately. Okay, so we know a mood pays nezik shalim and a non mood pays chatzin nezik. There will be no extra chiddush to that second halacha. According to Zvid, that really we say you're a mood for everything until you prove it. Mishnah saying once you prove that you're not a mood for something, then you enter you, you go to chatzin nezik. But according to Papa, that line of the Mishnah is mashma nothing. And asla shaminon that tamasham nechatzin nezik mumasham nezik shalim. So it'll be a little bit schwer like Rav Papa. So we have two rayas now mashma like Rav Zvid. 
But says the Gemara, Vim Tzalamer Nami Yisadra Papa, but Lamaisa, if you hold like a Papa, and you hold that when you're a mood for one thing, you're not a mood for anything else. And this seems to be the maskan of the Gemara, even though we had Raya's like Rav Zvid. The Gemara seems to be finishing off like Rav Papa. However, Nogach Shor, Chamor V'Gamal. So if you go a Shor one time, and then it goes a Chamor's, the second time it goes, it goes a Chamor. And the third time it goes, it goes a Gamal. Nasa Mood Lakot. Right? You're not going to say then, well, all you have is three individual activities, and therefore you're just a Tom for each one of them. Because if you gored a a shor three times, we said you become a mood for a shor, not for a chamor. If you go to chamor three times, you become a, a mood for the chamor, and not for the gummel. But if you go three times, one, 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 then in a chanami, you become a mood, even according to your papa, for everything. Because that shows you're just a wild animal, and you just have wild instincts against all animals. So, if Papa's halacha is not necessarily that you split up each individual species, is that if you see he has a tendency to one species, then Erechami only becomes a mood for that species. But if you see his tendency is to all species, then Erechami is a mood for all species automatically. Says the Gemara, Tanar Banam. Roshar Nagach, he sees a shar and he gores it. Shar loy nagach. And then he sees another shar and he doesn't gore it. Shar nagach. Then he sees shar number three and he gores it. Shar loy nagach. Shar number four, he does not gore. Shar nagach. Number five, he gores. Shar loy nagach. Then number six, he does not. Says the more nasemur the seirugin lishvarim. Oh, so first of all, according to Papa, you're only becoming a mood for shar, but here you become an interesting type of mood. This is very much like we have. Hilchas nida kind of things. We'll see that I'm in base right away. That you become a mood for every other time. So it seems to me we understand that the nature of this animal is, is that every other time it sees an animal, it gets crazy and gores. And therefore, you only have to watch it as a muid. In this case, it would be the even numbers. So the, the, or this, I'm sorry, the odd numbers, right? So one, three, and five, it gores. Two, four, and six, it does not. So then for seven, you'd be chav as a muid, but for eight, you would not be. Again, unless it breaks this type of, of kavua. But Lamaisa, we say you can have a mood for serugin, for different different types of intervals. And here we're talking about an interview of, of number of animals. Soon we'll talk about an interview of days, but here we're talking about an interval of animals. Roshar Nogach. Let's say he sees a shar and he gores it. Chamor, loy Nogach. Sus, Nogach. Gamol, loy Nogach. Pered, Nogach. Ored, loy Nogach. So now you have an interesting situation. Now it's... It's a combination of the two previous halachas. We said, even according to Rav Papa, if you go three different animals in a row, you become a mood for everything. Then we saw the halacha of Serugan. If it's the same type of animal, and you do it every other time, you become a mood for every other time. So what about this situation, where it's three different animals, he saw six animals, totally each one a different species, and he gored number one, three, and five. He says, no, you become the Serugan for all animals. So whatever animal is now going to be seven, you're going to be higher for. Or nine, you're going to be higher for. So you're going to be higher for the odd number animal, whatever the species is. Because again, combining the first halacha of Papa, you could become a mood for multiple animals in the same series if we see that you have no preference for one animal over the other. Ibarilus, this is my interesting shayla. Nogach, shor, 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 chamor, v'gama. Oh, so according to Papa, if you go a shor, a shor, a shor, so that would normally make your mood only for shar. And then on number four and number five, he grows a chamar and a gummel. So now, how do you look at this, Shiloh? Hai shar basra, the third shar, basra shram shadilin, is that part of the shar series? And therefore, katla shramu de yayed, the midiachrini lo yayed, and therefore he's only a mood for a shar, because for other species he's only done two times. 
Oidilma, or do we say that number three, that's part of the second half, which would make it a, th- a series of Shor, Hamar, and Gomel, and we said according to Papa, Shor, Hamar, and Gomel would be a mood for all species. So how do you look at this? It seems to be one or the other. Is he become a mood for only Shor, or does he now become a mood for everything? Okay, what about the following Shadah? The opposite order. Hamar, Gomel, Shor, and then Shor, Shor. So you end up with three shars in number three, four, and five. So how do you look at this? Mao. Hai shar kama basakamar bagamoshadina leviyada kula mini. Do we say it's the first series is what's Kaveh over here? And the first series was three different animals, Khamar Gar Shar, and then it becomes a word for everything. Or do you say no? Once we see he did three shram in a row, that makes it that his Muid tendencies are shar related, not other species related. Okay. What about this shah? All these shahs were not answering. What about this shah? Shabbos, 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 which you normally make in a mood only for Shabbos, we said. And then, Echa B'Shabbos, V'Sheni B'Shabbos. But then he does on Sunday and on Monday. So again, the same Shiloh. Now, Hai Shabbos, Pazitzu, Abbasar, Shabbos, Shabbos, is that part of the Shabbos series? And therefore, if Akati, L'Shabbos, Hudi Yayid, is only a mood for Shabbos, the Moesachal, Loi Yayid, Oidilma, Abbasar, Echa B'Shabbos, V'Sheni B'Shabbos, Adilei. Or do you say that no? He now is breaking or undoing or not looking on the Shabbos part of it. It actually becomes Shabbos Sunday, Monday, which means you become a three days mood for every day of the week. The Yaila Kuliuma. Or, well, but the opposite again. Hey, Bishabbos, Ve'erev Shabbos, Bishabbos, Shabbos, Shabbos. If he did Thursday, Friday, Shabbos, and then the next Shabbos, and then the next Shabbos. Oh, now. The first Shabbos is that part of a Thursday, Friday Shabbos series, which means every day of the week he's now a Mu'ad. The first Shabbos is Basr Shabbos, it becomes part of the Shabbos series. So only Shabbos is not clear according to our Papa. Take who says the Gemara, how do we break up these types of Mu'ads? Do we focus on the first half of the set or the second half of the set? And which one do you become a Mu'ad for? Another Chiddush says the Gemara, So it's now we're getting to <coughs> types of uh, series that are very much what we see in the Gemara in Hilchas Nida. So if a shark gores on the 15th day of the month, full moon, and then, So if it gores on the 15th, the 16th, and the 17th, so that says the Gemara, So that would be Amachloikis, <coughs> Excuse me. So this is more. Let's just so get back. Let's go back to the Shiloh. So the Shiloh was if it gored on the fifteenth day of this month and the sixteenth day of the next month and the seventeenth day of the month after that. So if we have a shah that gores on the fifteenth day of, of the three months in a row, so when we say for sure it became a mood for the fifteenth day of the month, it gets wild by the full moon. Or whatever day of the month it is, doesn't matter. That would for sure be a mood for days of the month. Let's just, we said, you can become a mood for Shabbos. You can become a mood for dates. That's for sure. Here we're asking a further Shiloh, which is, if you become a mood, let's say, Rugen. So therefore, it's the 15th, the 16th, and the 17th. You're definitely becoming a mood from that. But what is the nature of that mood? So here's the Shiloh. So it's, we have a machlaikis in Hilchas Nida between Rav and Shmuel. The Itmar, Rasa, if she see, a woman sees Dam Nida. So she sees the 15th of the month. And the next month, she sees the 16th of the month. And next month, she sees the 17th of the month. So Rav of her Kamalavest. That itself is now a vest kavua. When a woman sees on the same time three, time, three months in a row, she now has a vest kavua that for future months we worry only about that. But what are we worrying about now? We're worried about that every month she's going to be one day later. So the next month after that, you're worried about day 18. So here also, you're going to say that 
once the shor gores on the 15th of this month, the 16th of this month, the next month, and the 17th of the month after that, the shor is now a muad, because it's gored three times in a row, each time skipping a day. Shmuel says, if you think about it, the vest here is not based on the day of the month. The vest here is based on the gap time between the gorings or between the vestas. And therefore, Shmuel says, actually what you have over here is she has only two gaps. She saw on the 15th of the month, then there's a 31-day or 30-day, let's say 30-day gap to the next month, the 16th of the month, and then another 30-day gap to the 17th of the month after that. So you only have two gaps. Two gaps doesn't make a vest kavua, and two gaps doesn't make a muid. You'd only become a vest kavua or a muid when you now see a fourth time and have a third gap. So Shmuel's focusing on the gaps, and Rob's focusing on the dates. Everybody's agreeing you're being a muid and a vest kavua over here. question is, does it happen on the third time, or does it happen on the fourth time? The similar shayla would be, we talked about earlier by Shabbos. It could be over there also. It's a gap question. And therefore, it's not three Shabbos. It's actually the fourth Shabbos. That could also be maybe how you look at it. Shama kol So just like Mehilchas Nida, we have the same halacha. Some Mehilchas Nida says, sometimes a woman can become a Nida based on external, uh, external circumstances, external happenings. Could be a noise. Could be something like that. So here also by an animal. If it hears a kol shayfer v'nagach, kol shayfer v'nagach, kol shayfer v'nagach, nasa the shayfers. So then we see, every time you hear a shayfer, the animal gets wild. So you have to watch it. And if you don't, it's a muad now from this point forward. Pshita, of course, why not? Maybe the first time it just got, you know, it was startled. Second time already, it got used to it. So, and if it still gores then, maybe it has to be gored only the fourth time. First one doesn't count, maybe, and you only count from two, three, and four. Kamash one that, no, we count the first one as part of the series, and therefore one, two, three, it becomes a mood. Says the Mishnah, another Allah. Shor she Yisrael shenogach shor shel hektis. If a regular hedgeets Animal, gore is an animal of hektish, or vishal hektish, nagal vishal shal hedjit, your potter. Both these cases, whether hektish is the mazik or hektish is the nizik, your potter. Shanamar, the pasik says by a short tam, vichiyigov shar ish eshore ehu, vimesu machos sharachai vichitsu eskaspe, vigamas ames yechetsun. And we dash, why does it say shore ehu? Why does it have to say you're its friend? What is that coming to exclude? So we dash in shore ehu, veloy shar shal hegdish, that a shar shal hegdish is excluded from this parsha, both on the mazik side and on the nizik side. Says the Mishnah, or goy. So if it gores a goy, so potter, you're not mechuyah for any hezek you do to a goy. But shal kanani shenagol shoshi sell, then bein tam leimuin mashal nezek shon. The whole halacha of tam the kula that a tam pays chetzi nezek that's only by Yisrael. If a goy again, assuming bezdin has power over the goyim, then bezdin can be mechayiv a goy to pay nezek shalim even by a tam. Says the Gemara, Masnis and our Mishnah is the like of Shem The relationship, how we look at the damage between a hedget and a hegdish, is different than our Mishnah than what Shem Menasya seems to say. The Sanit Sharshal Hedget, Shinogach Sharshal Hegdish, Vishal Hegdish, Shinogach Sharshal Hedget, Potter. Like our Mishnah said, Tanakam and the Bryce said, You Potter, Shinemar Sharay, and we Darshan Vlay Sharshal Hegdish, not as the Mazik and not as the Nizir. Shimon Manasyim, no. Shoshal Hegdish, Shinogach Shoshal Hegdish is Potter. Hegdish gores you, your Potter. Hegdish is not a bylam that he has to pay. So that's no question. But, Shoshal Hegdish, Shinogach Shoshal Hegdish, Ben Tam, Ben Muad, Misham, Nezik Shalim. The opposite, he says. That when Hegdish gore, when you gore Hegdish, then not only are you not Potter, but you even pay Nezik Shalim as a Tam. 
says, well, what's the drusha? Amri, Michael, Sarva, Shemina, I don't say, Ireyu, Dafka, if he dashes the word Reyu, so I feel a hedge, Reyu says, you're potter. So, like the Tanakhama said, Reyu said that the whole parsha is not applicable to Hegdish. So, if he dashes Reyu, then Enichanami, it should be like the Tanakhama. Vi Reyu, love Dafka, he doesn't dash on that, I feel the Hegdish Nami, Kinogach, the hedge of the Chayev, then we should be able to Mechayev Hegdish as well, because then the whole parsha applies in both directions. Says the Gemara, "V'chitem elalim kasev reyu dafka." He holds reyu is dafka. Hegdish is excluded. Umiyu dehegdish ki nogach dehegdish and time of the mechayev. Really, reyu is dafka. And if hegdish is the mazik, hegdish is potter. The reason your chayev, if your animal gores hegdish, is mishum to kamaisim and kavul chaimer. He knows that a kavul chaimer. The hegdit umah hegdish shnagos a hegdit chayev. If a hegdit gores a hegdit, you have to pay. Ki nogach hegdish with the chayev is more chamor like kol shekain demechayev. Okay, but if that's true. Then the worst he should say is that when your animal gores hegdish, you're mechuyev to pay, like same thing based on this kavuchaymer, first three times tam, and then becoming a mood, because that's what you're learning out from. But he didn't say that. He said when your animal gores hegdish, you pay nezik shalim always. You can't learn that from a kavuchaymer. If you're learning it out from regular law of a hegdish, then it should be chatzinezik. So where does Shimon Nasi get this idea from that A, when he, Hegdish gores you, your putter, but when you gore Hegdish, you chayv, and you chayv nezik shalit. Salam reishlakish, I'll tell you why. Because you're looking at it the wrong way. We don't start from Hegdish. Ela kol hoi bichal nezik shalit. Torah says you mechuyiv to pay. In the parsha of Muad, it does not say re'eyu at all. Therefore, Hezik is in the parsha of, <coughs> in the parsha of Muad. The Torah comes along by Hilchas Tam and says the word Re'eyu. You know what it's telling me? Re'eyu, the Tam Shalom Chatzinezik. It's removing the Kula of Tam from Hegdish. You have a Kula of Tam. That Kula only applies by Re'eyu. Mechlal the Hegdish, Bain Tam, Bain Mu'am, Mishalom Nezik Shalom. Whereas that, that Kula of Tam does not apply at all by Hegdish. And therefore, the Imkain, Nichtev Kral, Ha'ireyu, Gabimu'ad. If it did apply, then it should say it by Mu'ad. And therefore, the whole parasha we would know applies only by a Tam, a Hegdish, not by Hegdish. Really? And therefore, the more saying the opposite is far. The more saying that by Really, that we start from, you should pay Nezik Shalit. Comes along the terrace as a Kula, by a Tam, you pay Chatzin Nezik. That Kula only applies by a Hegdish, by, I'm sorry, by Hegit. It does not apply by Hegdish. And therefore, that's what we're learning out. That's what Shimon Asya learns this halacha. Ankan.